and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. We can just start. We don't have to. Nobody's like, no. I, you know what? If we don't open the episode with a little improv scene, I think nobody's going to be sad. Improv. I'm just talking to Marty. I'm just talking yeah. here. I'm talking, I'm talking here. to you. That's my improv. <laughs> Welcome to Spoofs Goes to Novelty Songs. The podcast about dumb shit. Marty, welcome to the show. Give me the movie that we're doing. The movies. This week we're reviewing two movies. That's right. We have a shorts grab bag episode for you. And we're starting with Bad Golf Made Easier, a 1993 straight-to-VHS release starring iconic spoof movie star Leslie Nielsen, directed by spy-hard director Rick Friedberg. It is a parody of golf, golf instructional videos, and golf books. Basically, just a parody of the game of golf. There are two sequels to this flick, Bad Golf My Way and Stupid Little Golf Video, which are extremely similar to this one. This was a listener pick. One of our dedicated listeners requested that we review Bad Golf Made Easier, and I have been jonesing to do a shorts grab bag episode, as well as return to the oeuvre of Mr. Leslie Nielsen. Gentlemen, what did you think of Bad Golf Made Easier? It was chock full of hijinks, pratfalls, guffaws, and um, tiddlywinks. Scott nailed it on the head. Boy, I'm done. If I will you not like be speaking golf, for the remainder of the episode. If you like golf, man, you're going to get a lot of the references Leslie Nielsen makes in this short straight-to-VHS film directed by Rick Perry. You're... <laughs> he says he says par. He says birdie. He says ball. He says swing. Swing. He, he says club. He All your says favorites. Putt, short putt, golf cart, golf. He says them all. He nails it. Ball. I don't know. If you like Leslie Nielsen, you're going to love this movie. 10 out of 10. Next <laughs> next flick. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I legitimately was a little surprised. I thought it was fun. I don't know. It was fun. I feel like we've, I, I guess... It's the first like straight instructional video that we've we're covering because yes. as like a spoof type situation. But I I would imagine we've had other movies that we've gone over that have instructional pieces in. This them. was kind of a spoof type situation, wasn't it? There was a spoof happening, and this one, <laughs> this one. Okay, let me say this. Let me just say this real quick. Without a doubt, this one was a spoof. I'm not even yes. going to argue yes. against it. This is as spoofy as it gets. They're making fun of instructional videos, and they're making fun of golfers. And it hit it hits home for a lot of nerdy-ass golfers who are legitimately trying to get better at the game. Oh, yeah, what the hell? Kelly, you should fucking have loved yeah. this, by the way. Kelly's a golf maestro. Kelly, Kelly is out on the links 40 times a day. I find this... I, you know what? I found it funny. <laughs> I found it funny. They were goofing on that golf course. Uh, I just, uh, as like a, as like, as at a serious note, they, the concept of like cheating, doing little white lies and cheating at golf is really stupid to me. It's like, I'm just going out there to have some fun. 
but other people take it real seriously and they want to consistently get better and improve but that's not really how golf works kind of just have to go with the flow and sometimes you play good sometimes you play bad yeah well i think that's what this movie was all about yeah but it was also like there were parts where it was just straight up cheating and he's like hey just if you can't make that short putt just mark your ball and then push the ball forward a little bit which like they (laughs) that part there's a okay so there's a part where they mark the ball and it keeps pushing it forward but they never show him like remark it i don't know it was very confusing yes like they never show him put the ball back down so the editing was i didn't know that was a thing you could do well okay so typically you mark your ball when your ball's in the way of someone else's putt from further away the way you handle the green is the person with the furthest ball out putts first because you don't want to stand in their line because that affect I don't know, people are really picky when it comes like, oh, you ruined my blades of grass that I'm about to traverse over. People are stupid. The the um They say traverse. Um, yeah, they say traverse. They're that's what was dumb about th- that person complaining about putting. Uh yeah, but the, okay, so you mark your ball and then the person putts and then you take your marker and you put put your ball back down and they never showed him putting the ball back down after so it made it really confusing for me as far as like how that situation was working but also by this point i was i was zoned out and watching it at one and a half speed (laughs) because i thought it was 40 minutes long and it was only like 20 what the hell what he cheated (laughs) he's talking hey hold on a second you're talking about this, you're getting pissed at this movie for cheating. You cheated Man, watching Kelly's this cheating. thing. Yeah. I don't watch spoof movies to have fun. I watch bad spoof, spoof movies, movies poorly, but feel good. feel good. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yes. That's the quote from this movie. Uh, I think this movie is, uh, I thought it might be the best Leslie Nielsen we've watched outside of Naked Gun. I thought, like, every bit in this movie was a really fun visual gag. It's basically, like, a two-minute setup to a big visual gag, and then we move on to the next golf lesson thing, quote-unquote. Yeah, it was just a bunch of little sketches. Yeah, most of them hit, and it got in and got out. I was so delighted that this was, like, not more than, like, yeah, 20 minutes, because, yeah, how do you... You can't keep this going longer than this, and it's perfect. I don't know. Yeah, I can't believe we finally get something... I'm so pissed that you shortened it, Kelly, because this was, the I thought, the length that you wanted every movie we've seen so far to be. <laughs> and then we finally get one that's 40 minutes long, and you've had speed through that. <laughs> These things will never be short enough for you, will they? Nope. You're insatiable. Nope. Yeah, I just, I think it's anything I watch has to be on fast forward. Wow. I'm losing Kelly. time here, Scott. Yeah. I'm pushing 31 this year. Mm. I'm I gotta I'm spending more time with the wife. Yeah, I'm pushing t- uh, 26 this year, so I get it. I yeah, get it. exactly. Yeah. And gotta... I, a young Zoomer, I'm turning fucking 22. Goo <laughs> <laughs> goo gaga over there. Yeah, practically. Um. Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> we can read yeah. it. No, we. I mean. No, no, no. Let's talk about some of the things. Some he did some more stuff to cheat. There's one part where he's you got to like drop your ball if it lands on the path. You 
drop your ball like one arm's length away, right, to get it yes. back on the grass. See now so that he's like that. Uh, it's, he lifts himself up in a huge crane, and then he's like, technically, it's one arm's length away, and then it like bounces into the <laughs> hole. That one's just see the way I they like, shot it. Like where like it's like underneath him and you can't see that he's in the crane and then all of a sudden he starts lifting. That was pretty funny. Also, like some of them are like creative ways to like not technically cheat. Whereas like the 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 ball mark one was like just explicitly cheating. Yes. I think it's funny because it's so petty. Like it's yeah. such a it or it's so like obvious. Like if anybody like watched that, they would just it would be like sad that like that's the level you'd stoop to to cheat <laughs> why don't you just pick it up and carry it so yeah, there, yeah there's like the the opening bit of it him being like the practice swing is and it's just him they're they're missing the ball but if you've ever like gone to a driving range or played any golf you can do a practice swing i'm pretty sure and if you can't it's fucking dumb that you can't but i'm almost positive you can't and i'm like 99 sure this is the lesson in the practice swing though the practice swing uh, he swings the ball, he misses, and Leslie Nielsen says, if when you swing, the ball doesn't move, but only the earth moves, well, by all laws of physics, since the earth is a ball, the earth is charged a stroke. Whoa. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> some galaxy brain. They went a little too deep with some of this stuff. No, that was great. I love It was that, good, though. but it was also like, you can just... The earth is you, a ball. If you swing and miss, it's it, it, it doesn't count. Like, it only counts if you hit the ball. And that's like the biggest problem is that you swing, you hit the ball, and then you shank it. You know, like that's what I thought he said that he swung and you like lose two strokes or whatever if you miss. Is that a rule? I don't think that's a rule, but maybe I'm wrong. I guess I got to look it up and maybe I've been playing golf wrong and my handicap's actually a billion and not a million. See, every all of your criticisms for this movie, Kelly, it's like you point a finger. Well, you got three more pointing right back at you, buddy. Ah. <laughs> You've been had. Let's rate this. We got to move on to the next movie, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. I got a lot to say about badminton uh, in Paris. Really? Okay. As a uh, spoof, fucking 10 out of 10. Come on. It's, first of all, funny. Second of all, all the the jokes in it are like spoofy jokes, like visual gags, little fucking like stupid, dumb, stupid things. And um, you know exactly what it's spoofing. Like it like opens and looks just like a fucking instructional golf video. And like all the dialogue seems like it's, you know, ripped right out of a, a instructional golf book except they just you know they made it funny as heck 10 out of 10 and as a movie like 7.3 out of 10 um like i would if i had this in my vhs collection as a kid i would like play it for my friends when they came over (laughs) and it's like the kind of movie you'd watch it once and you get all the jokes and you're like "Ah, ha ha and you never watch it again the end my friend had a pool trick trick shot EVHS that we watched way too many times and it wasn't even a spoof it was just how to do cool cool trick shots and we're like dang he put his poodle on the table and he shot the cue ball through it it was crazy wait through the poodle through its its mouth and out of its asshole blood everywhere the cue ball was pure red afterwards what the fuck Uh, 10 out of 10 as a spoof obviously they nailed it it's not trying to be anything else other than a fun 
goofy instructional video. And 7 out of 10 as a movie, probably the best, the most fun I've had watching Leslie Nielsen. You know, I had a low rating, but the argument that it's just like, and my argument was the same as you guys. The aim is low, but what it's trying to do, it fucking nails it. 10 out of 10 is a spoof. There's nothing else to say. This is a sound spoof movie. Mm-hmm. As a movie, 6 out of 10, because it's mo- it's not really a movie. It's kind of just sketches, and that's fine. Uh, like you guys said, pop this in at your family gathering, and you'll all have a good time. You just look up every once in a while, and you're like, ah, Leslie Nielsen's doing something wacky. What's he doing this time? Oh, Leslie, get down from that tree, Leslie. Exactly. Six out of ten. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's. Uh, next movie. Next movie. This week we're reviewing The Dove, a 1968 Oscar nominated short film parodying the films of notable Swedish director Ingmar Bergman. The film. <clears throat> the film parodies many specific. Ghosts just passed through your body? <laughs> The film parodies many specific moments and sequences from Bergman's work. At art house cinemas, they would play that would play Bergman's work. Occasionally, they would screen the dove beforehand, with the audience not being aware they were watching a parody of the feature they were about to take in. Ingmar Bergman, for those who do not know, made over 60 fiction and documentary films, the most well-known being Fanny and Alexander, The Seventh Seal, Scenes from a Marriage, Persona, Wild Strawberries, on and on and on and on and on. His movies usually deal with themes of memory, dreams, meaning, family, duality, death. And this movie, boy, does it try to parody all these things. Notably, this is the first film appearance for spoof legend Madeline Kahn, who appears in a supporting role. And this was directed by George Coe, who is a character actor and original cast member of Saturday Night Live. Uh, There's not much else to report on because this movie is 15 minutes long. Gentlemen... What were your thoughts on The Dove? All right, I gotta say it. My thoughts on The Dove were honk shoe, honk shoe, honk shoe. <laughs> I fell asleep while I was watching Oh no, it. <laughs> it's 15 minutes. It's because, I listen, listen, I forget what I ate, but I just, I like, it was like eight o'clock and I like just had dinner and it was after a long day. And I fucking made the mistake of lying down on the couch. I watched the Nielsen f- Piece and enjoyed it quite a bit and then I threw this one on and I put a little blankie on myself and just <laughs> oh there was something about the 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 like what's the word the sort of deadpan delivery of all the dialogue and that it was like in this like fake Swedish language it just lulled me right to sleep <laughs> I made it like eight minutes in, and I did see Madeline Kahn in it, and I think that was probably like the last thought. I was like, oh, it's Madeline Kahn. As you drifted all right. (laughs) (laughs) Something about adding EN to every word is uh, it just puts Scott right to sleep. (laughs) Yeah, sleeping, noggin, fucking dreaming, snoring. I I have a prediction. I wrote down, I bet Kelly hated this. I mean, I didn't hate it. It was just like, I think what what threw me off is just like, of course, Marty has to throw in like one of these fucking homework film school bullshit Snooty. movies. Snooty. Oh, snooty. <laughs> oh, have you heard of Ingmar Bergman, boys? <laughs> it was just like, it's fine. I don't know. It wasn't that interesting, but I was like the whole time looking at that uh the the timeline being like oh, okay it's almost over 
it's almost over. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I don't know what it was parroting, like which is a classic problem for me. Is that I just don't know what this is making fun of, so it wasn't that interesting to me. It was like cool. It it's cool to know that it was probably funny at one time to play badminton against death. That's fun. So I do think this is the first movie to parody that specific thing from Seven Seal. I couldn't find an earlier like parody of this, so this actually beat Bill and Ted to doing that bit, basically. Hilarious. Credit to them, I say. Because <laughs> in the original, they, they're they playing um, chess against death, right? Correct, they're playing chess. So yes, what if it was chess. like a wacky... Hey, what if it was like skee-ball? Batman was funny. I thought that was a good choice. Like, I do think that's a funny bit. But it is like, like watching that now, it's like, it's such a played bit at this point that like, it can't be funny. Even if right. it's like the first one to do it, it's like, it just is never going to be funny again. Yeah. It's I never mean, gonna be good. I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, that's, that's uh, the Grim Reaper from the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. That's cool that he's in this. Oh my God. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's Kelly's touchstone. <laughs> that's his <laughs> first <laughs> exposure to the character, oh the Grim God. Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah before that he's like mama who's the man with the big sword mama yeah, me at 13 i was saying <laughs> yeah. like that yeah <laughs> i'll say this isn't much of a parody of bergman's work it's really just like a lot of scenes of them kind of like visually recreating moments from those movies and then like the Swedish. So the big joke in this movie is just that they are doing a version of Swedish, which is just saying English words and adding en basically at the end of all of them. But the best bit in the movie is the subtitles then are in English, but they're different words. So they basically like did synonyms for every word they use. So they'll say like house, housen. I'm gonna go to the housen, and then the subtitles will say home instead of house, which I thought was a really nice. T- that's my only real compliment for this is that that's a really funny bit but yeah otherwise it's like a lot of like oh persona isn't it funny that it's like they're lesbians and then there's like that in this movie that's basically the big one of the big jokes for the one of the more famous movies they're parodying like yeah it's uh it's it's a shocker that this was an oscar nominee nominee for best short film that year a real shocker hey a lot of these novelty songs were number one when they came out yeah. The bar for there just used to be less entertainment. Yeah. Back in the day, so yeah, a spoof could be like this is an incredible thing. Yeah, a spoof could just be like we are just going to like sort of mimic this other movie and then add a couple jokes in so that it comes off as parody. This movie does not have very much parody going on. Or maybe it does and we just don't know what Yeah, it's or it's parodying. just like hey, you shot you shot and edited a movie <laughs> into completion. It's fucking 1968, and like That's we amazing. don't have the internet. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's still yeah. amazing today, but everybody does it now. So, as a movie, four out of ten, it was a movie. As a spoof, I feel uncomfortable rating it because I don't know really what it's making fun of. So, five out of ten, right down the middle. Strike. Two. As a you, you should go last, Marty, because you're the Berg head, and everybody's waited on bated breath for your review. Oh my God. Uh, as a movie, I give it a ZZZ out of ten, and as a spoof, I give it a 
seven point five out of ten because um, it wasn't very funny, but it uh, I assume really nailed like the tone and and subject matter of those uh, Igmar joints. I'll say it does mimic the stuff well. I just don't think it's much of like a parody. It feels just more like what if we just do it, but then include a dove who's shitting on people throughout the movie. Like that was like the other big joke. It's basically like what if we do isn't Swedish a funny language and isn't it funny if there's a dove who's flying around Uh, as a spoof five out of ten. You know, it's more homage. Uh, I'm a little surprised neither of you watched a Bergman movie in school, but I guess there wasn't really like any classes. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a little surprised. Uh, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's that aimed at Bergman. There's like some specific stuff that they do with performance and with the voiceover stuff that's like really specifically done in his movies, but it doesn't feel like there's a take there. It just kind of feels like, what if we do it and there's like a wacky moment? It's it's not like there's like a good parody element to this. Uh, so as a spoof, 5 out of 10. As a movie, 5 out of 10, because there's a couple fun gags. Death plays badminton. You can enjoy that. Uh, I also said if this was, if I saw this during a shorts slot at a film festival, this would probably be my favorite short in the short slot. So take with that, whatever you will. So you agree with the Academy? Yes. I would have given this an Oscar nomination. Do you, uh, do you have a novelty song for us this week? Uh, I do. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I do. Fellas, we're talking about, uh. Normally I'd say a little fella, but this week I gotta say a big fella uh, by the name of Shaquille O'Neal, who you might know as a uh, basketball man. He's very tall, and he was, you know, quite skilled at uh, playing the well, the sport of basketball. Uh, well, would you be surprised to find that he had a rap career as well? Would this shock you? Um. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh! I was doing a joke because I thought you knew about it. Um, uh, uh, uh he's an athlete, but he raps. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't believe you really were shocked by that, but I, you seem appalled. Yeah. So uh, uh, we're gonna talk about a tune called Shaq. Oh my God! I'm calling nine one one. Uh, and then I'm gonna say the following to the nine one one operator. The f- hey, we got a song called "Shack Where You At" from nineteen ninety three. It's off the platinum album "Shack Diesel," and it features Fife Dog from uh, a tribe called Quest. So yeah, um, Shack was you know he uh, was really into rap, and as he gained more like notoriety as a celebrity basketball player he uh finagled that into getting some uh albums made and uh yeah let's get a taste of it and i'll give you my thoughts um after that here's shack where you at off of shack diesel 1993 Look, look out, uh, Weird Al, because Fife Dog's been on the podcast twice now, so he's <laughs> catching up. Oh shit! Yeah, our two our two novelty song favorites, Weird Al and Fife Dog, Fife Dog. the two kings of novelty songs. Um, yeah. So my my main note about this is like he's like 
He's which which two SNL guys they that got into that fight and then one of them famously told the other you're a medium talent. Oh, I don't know this story. I forget. It was like I think it was like Chevy Chase and like some other guy. But anyways, fucking that's uh, Shaq is like a medi- mediocre in like the true sense of the word. Like he's just like a competent rapper. I would say he's definitely not great. But the only thing that's really funny about this song is the chorus is like almost frustrating. Like he's right there. God, like just <laughs> find him. Like, yeah. Like after like the seventh time they say it, it starts like, okay, just fucking find him already. God. Yeah. So that was uh bill, bill Murray called Chevy chase, a medium talent. Yeah. Right. And it was supposed to be this really like cutting, which I can kind of see like, it is almost like worse to be, uh, middling. Oh, this is a, conversation for another <laughs> podcast our other podcast <laughs> sad sad and novelty sad uh <laughs> so yeah th- this was a, an example of i think like shacks it's kind of funny but let's hear like an actual uh fucking stupid ass goofus one hey do you guys remember that movie uh shazam starring sinbad <laughs> <laughs> no you're not gonna mandela affect me <laughs> all right i tried to mandela you guys no it's some people in their minds have concocted that there was a movie called shazam and call and starred sinbad in reality there's a movie in the 90s called kazam starring Shaq. Uh, the, the shazam i thought it was called shazam for a long time because you think Shaq shazam like it would almost in like retrospect make more sense to anyways uh yeah it's it's about Shaq is like a genie who um shows up in like uh, inner city and it's probably new york or something and like helps a kid it's like a 90s kids movie it's it's very corny and we'll hear in a second just how corny it was um so yeah this so they 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 tapped into Shaq's uh rapping talents and had him sort of rap his origin story as uh, a genie i remember as a genie i remember watching this movie as a kid too and just like there's there's subtitles on the video we're going to be watching for for those of you listening at home see if you can eat fucking parse what the fuck he's talking about cuz i remember finding this scene very perplexing as a kid <laughs> I remember, like not knowing what the hell he was saying there's a character named Haber which is spelled h b u r which i'm sure i'm sure it has some like historical yeah context yes. to like you know like genies and in, in you know actual like mythology yeah. Anyways, let's get a little taste of uh, the the rap scene from Kazam. Since we're talking about genies, I thought we'd play a little genie-themed game. This is called the Genie Twist Game. Marty might remember this from, uh, it was played on another podcast that we've <laughs> borrowed games from uh, before. Oh, uh, WTF? Yeah. Okay. We're about to lock the gates and play this game, of course. Uh, so in this game, one of us will play the genie. We'll each rotate being the genie and the wisher. The wisher, we will play out a little scene where the the uh, wisher makes a wish and the genie has to grant the wish in a way where it technically comes true, but is 
bad and like you know it's, it's like a monkey's paw kind of thing where okay. like you know you might wish for example like um like from the movie wacko's wish you might wish for a million bucks and then a, a million male deer come and trample uh, you, you know? i'll put my money where my mouth is and and uh we'll start with uh i'll be the genie and kelly you can uh uh be the wisher and then we'll rotate from there so you have awakened me from my slumber. Who has awoken the magical genie? Uh, Marty did. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh, it was not you, little boy. It was your friend. Yeah, it was my friend Marty. He's well, he's gonna do the wishes, not me. Tis <laughs> your lucky the other day. way. Tis your lucky. I see. Tis your lucky. Your friend was too cowardly to rub the lamp, <laughs> and so you, Marty, shall receive my magical wish. Mister Genie, I wish for you to take your clothes off. <laughs> ah, are you sure <laughs> you don't want something? No, 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 no. I'm kidding. I was, I was. That's something test. just was any person could do. I'll do it. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Okay. That was a test. Because I'll do it. I'm happy to do an easy one. I want a 2005 Mazda Miata. Very well. Here, squim, blam, blam. Shubat, babi. Here's a 2005 (laughs) Mazda Miata for thee. Oh, wow. Wait a second. Yeah, that's right. It seems a little old and decrepit, doesn't it? That's because I've also simultaneously fast-forwarded us to the year 2049 Blade Runner, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> this car is old as shit. <laughs> oh, it's it's a bucket of bolts, basically. Genie! All right. <laughs> All right. All right. So you see how the game goes. Who, who would like to be the genie next? I'll be the genie. All Scott, right. You have to wish. All right. Sure, I'll I'll do the wishing. Uh, Who's oh? (laughs) Wow, what the hell? My back. Oh, what's wrong with your legs, normal man? I'm not. I'm no. I'm no normal man. I'm a genie, good friend. And it seems you. Why do your legs taper off at the end? Because that's just how we are, baby. We got. We don't have. Okay, I've seen tapered leg jeans, but not like this. I all here. I have legs now. Okay, I oh. got them. They're they're there. Yeah, they're a little off color and a little wavy, but at least I have them now. Yeah, they're offensive. down to business. Let's get brass brass taxes. Don't other terms about con- conducting activities. What do you wish for, sir? Oh my God! Such an official genie. <sighs> genie. Yes. I'm a selfless man. I wish for world peace. Easy. I think we can do something like that. I think we can make that happen. Uh, okay. World's world's completely pieced out, baby. It's oh, that's done. so great. All right. Well, I'm going to leave this cave of wonders now and go see this brand new peaceful world. Would you like to come with me and experience I, it, Gene? Sure. I mean, I don't really have a choice. Don't have a choice. Sure. Well, let's go. Wait a second. This is not what I was expecting at all. Yeah, the world's gone now. 
There's nothing outside of the cave. The world has disappeared. It is completely I'm looking pieced. at a it's pieced out, baby. Void. It's gone. I'm just looking at it. It's like printer paper as far as the eye can see. It's like an Apple store. Mm-hmm. Yep, with no products. That's what you asked for. An Apple store with no products. There's no there's peace here and there's no people. That's how you Genie. get peace. Who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> I also have been screwed over by a genie. <laughs> There's so you made the world blank except for one person. And it's Marty. Oh no, I am in hell. <laughs> it's a it's a blip. Scott, <laughs> small do you blip. want to watch this movie with me? <laughs> oh no, we have to watch Dingen Flicka again. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Uh, so now it's uh, Marty's the genie, and who shall be the? A- oh, Kelly, or Kelly's never been the asker. He fucking wimped out yes. last time. Yes, he did. Yeah, genie, genie. Yes, it's me, the genie. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, yeah. That the, the genie has. I'm the friend. Uh, the genie has two different colored uh, picky tails. It's me, the genie. Oh my god! I've got, I've got my baseball bat here. I guess. Rub my baseball bat if you want to wish. I I rub I. Oh, I rub the bat. Can't believe you just did it. Uh, that's right. It's me, the genie. I tricked you with Harley Quinn. <laughs> oh no! A genie just came out of Harley Quinn's baseball wow, bat. What a good trick! <laughs> what a unique style genie. Yes, you've got yes teardrop you know, tattoos. I didn't know this was a DC <laughs> canon. <laughs> yeah, I. You know, I. Uh, they. They. They haven't released me from the Snyder Cut yet, so I'm still trapped inside of that. God. But Oh, you're trapped inside the society. I get it. I get yeah, that. So we live in a society here. Good for you. Do you have a question for me, I, young man? I have a wish. I Oh, man, this is probably the worst time to do this, but I wish Harley Quinn never appeared on the podcast Poop Scoops and Novelty Songs again. <laughs> Well, by the laws of Genie, I must comply that Harley Quinn will never appear on the podcast. Fantastic. Thank you. I'll be leaving now and not, <laughs> not expecting no twists whatsoever. Hang on, buddy. Oh, but, no. my, but your friend Marty will still do his Harley Quinn voice on the podcast. Oh. <laughs> Wait a second. It's been you the whole time? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Harley Quinn's yeah, not real? Wait, Harley Quinn's not real? I'm crying. Oh, shit. Who brings presents each year? You guys want to know my favorite Shaq fact? Uh, so their NBA Jam, the video game that came out in the mid-90s, didn't have Michael Jordan in it because Michael Jordan signed his rights to a different video game company. Yes. They made two cabinets or two or three or like a small limited edition cabinets for like players who requested it that have Michael Jordan in the game. Shaq has two of them. I know that. And when he played basketball, like when he was at his prime... 
he had a per- he hired a person just to bring that NBA Jam cabinet with him to away games. Wow! Just to set it up for him to play with like other players Holy in shit. away locker rooms. <laughs> That's how crazy Shaq is. <laughs> He's living the hey, life. Guy, you want to you want to play some some NBA Jam in the back with me? He just had fuck you money. He's oh yeah, he's living like Mr. Deeds. He really was. It's crazy. He's got Gatorade. He's got fruit punch coming out of the uh, the water fountain. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Get this! Don't get this on my cabinet." Hawaiian punch. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, that? that was Adam. Was it Adam? Was it Sandler? Oh, it's Yeah, it's Mr. It's me, Mr. Deeds. Hawaiian punch. Hawaiian punch. Marty, do you have a product? Gentlemen, I do. This week's novelty product is a magnetic dartboard for your desk. It's a little, you set it up, it's it's got little magnet darts that come with it, and you play darts on your desk. Pretty straightforward. This sucks. Darts, or dart throwing, is a competitive sport in which two or more players bear handedly throw small sharp pointed missiles known as darts at a round target known as a dartboard dart players are some kind sometimes called dartists so that's my novelty product this week oh, a little, little dartboard so you, oh my fucking god <laughs> no 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 we, we we're getting we're getting to it gentlemen we have a quiz segment of course this week there's not much more to talk about as far as the dartboard it's a little magnet dartboard you set it up on your desk you throw the darts at it it's a good time this makes me miss doing the podcast in person because I just want to kick your guys' asses and uh, darts. Oh, and yeah, darts. we would just be we would just play it if we could do this in person for sure. Just play it; it'd be so much fun. Uh, but this week's quiz segment, we're gonna play a new game, gentlemen. That's right, we're gonna play to tell the truth about darts. That's right. For this week's quiz, I'm gonna present you each with three statements about darts, and you're gonna have to tell me which one of these statements is true. We'll alternate who goes first as far as guessing which one's true. But we're going to do three rounds of this, and you guys can ask me any questions about the statements. Whether I have answers for you or not is another thing entirely, but you can ask me questions about it. So, statement one. This is three statements I'm going to read to you. Darts were invented by a Welsh manufacturer named Winmoo. Darts were invented by a carpenter in Lancashire. True. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Darts were invented by a carpenter in Lancashire named Brian Gamlin in 1896. Or darts were invented by American game tycoon Milton Bradley on October 24th, 1929. So do you want us to ask questions about the What's the earliest of those dates? The earliest date was the second one. Uh, and yes, you can ask me questions, just like on the To okay. Tell the Truth. So on To Tell the Truth, they have people who come on and claim to be a certain type of person... And two of them are lying, and one of them is telling the truth. Uh, and they have to figure out which one of the people is the actual person that is being described. Okay, is the second one true? You can't. No, you got to drag this out more, Scott. <laughs> oh, you don't have to. We have two more. We have two more. Milton Bradley. Uh, is that the guy who did the potato man, girl, <laughs> potato uh. person? Potato person, yes. But Mr. Potato Person. <laughs> uh, it wasn't them. They were they're famous for the potato person, not for darts. Also, the date that, that, that I said that was invented on was interesting too. Hmm. 
1923. Hmm. 1929, October so 24th. So we know it's not number three. Oh, that's when the stock market it, it crashed. <laughs> it crashed the stock market. <laughs> that's, oh, have you seen these things? They're called darts. <laughs> sell, 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 sell. All the stocks. <laughs> sell. These things are going to change everything. Sell. <laughs> uh... Kelly, care to care to guess uh, on the first one if you think the first one's true? I think it's sure. I'll say is the first one true. No, Scott got it right. Darts were invented by a carpenter in Lancashire. Oh shucks! The first one was false, but they are a manufacturer of darts, Winmau, Win and they sponsor the oldest darts tournament that is still running. Statement number two: The current PDC World Darts Champion is Gerwin Price a Welsh dart player and former rugby player? Or, the current PDC World's darts champion is Phil Taylor, an English professional darts player? Or, the current PDC World's dart champion is renowned spoof movie reviewer, the podcast host, Kelly Danan? So it's one of the first two. (laughs) (laughs) What? You don't know what I do in my free time anymore. So we just have to guess between Gerwin Brumschnogs and fucking Clamtor <laughs> Blamble Snatch and Kelly gets to guess first. Yes. Uh, the, the so the first guy was a professional, former professional rugby player. Correct. What does he look like? Oh, he's a yeah, big describe him. He's got a big. He's got a big leathery face. Does he have hair? Um, that's a fantastic question that I will have an answer for you. Uh, uh, yes, he has hair. All right, then it's number two. Kelly is going. And I will guess for number one. Scott gets it correct. Gerwin Price is the current PWTC World Starts champion, but Phil Taylor is a 14-time world champion, so he's one of the most Phil Taylor have hair? Oh, a fantastic question that you should have asked. Uh, well, I Dikes assumed no. Head to throw the darts. <laughs> Phil Taylor is bald. Do you guys ever watch PDC? Have you ever seen it? No. Oh, my God. You got to check it out. Just for the camera work. It's wild. It's so good. They have some crazy camera. They have like 20 angles of the dartboard. It follows the darts like the movie wanted. And they know where it's going to be, where they're aiming for. Because of like how routine darts are. Usually they play like what five oh one, I think. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. So you go for like triple twenties for the yeah, most yeah, part yeah. because that's the most points you can get to go down from five oh one. So you keep going, you keep going, and then like the announcers just hyping everything up. There's way too many people watching it. I don't know how the, why so many people watch it, but that said, I've gone to video game tournaments with way too many people also. <laughs> so it makes a little bit of sense. And then they have like these crazy camera angles that just like aim at one very close up spot on the board. And it's very fun to watch. Check it out. Marty, continue with the segment, even though Scott wins. Scott already won. Well, this third statement is going to be worth 300 points. Of oh, course. he didn't win. <laughs> this final statement is three completely unrelated statements. But which one of these is the true statement? The first dartboards were made out of elm or... The numbers on the board are random. Or, for safety concerns, darts are not allowed inside bars in the U.S. state of Utah. Mm. That's tough. Is the third statement 
true, but about another state, and that's why it's false. And don't mm. lie here, pal. So, um, no? Yes, no. <laughs> okay. No. Mm, mm, hmm. Elm is the first one rowdy in Utah. true, but it's about another different kind of tree, and that's why that one's false. I mean, I can't answer that. <laughs> because, <laughs> wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because if I say yes or no, that gives away the answer. I have a question mark. So, okay, so there we go. I guess number three. Is number, my question, is number two true? This is my answer. This is my guess. Okay, okay. <laughs> Kelly, number two is not true. Fantastic right. question. You guys could have just asked that number the whole one. time. It's got to be number one, then. I asked that. I asked, oh, that's bullshit. I asked that on the first question. <laughs> Kelly is right. The 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 first starports were made out of elm. Yes, the bars inside Utah one. I don't know if it's true or not. I made it up, so I can't be oh, true. So it <laughs> can't be true. It could be true, but I actually don't know for sure. I demand one hundred and fifty points. I'm looking for that. it up. <laughs> you know what, Scott? You get 150 points, and I Scott still wins. win. What? <laughs> oh. You said the last question was worth 300. No, but Kelly gets 300. Oh, I thought you meant you want me to split them up 150 each. I'll no. do. How about this? Kelly gets a point for getting the last question right, and Scott gets 150 points for getting wrong. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> Holy shit, was that really it? Darts are full. I mean, we were running kind of long. All right, I guess I'm stopping. <laughs> no, include all this. This is the outro. <laughs> we really appreciate it.